1: Credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Tay's guest is Mary Foltz, who is the president and chief service strategist of Service Counts. She's a customer service strategist and customer service performance coach, working with clients to create exceptional experiences. Hello, Mary. Welcome to the show.
0: Hello, Mitchell. So happy to
1: be here. Don't want to be anywhere else. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Me too. I love being here. Yeah. I uh, I actually enjoyed my experience with you uh, in you. the green room. And it was interesting. The aha moments that I got about the experience that we had together was really brilliant. And I really appreciate that. And I'd like it if you could share with our audience, your customer point of pain so they could learn a little bit more about you. What, what's your CPOP?
0: Absolutely. It's organizations who don't deliver positive customer experiences.
1: Yeah, it was funny. We were talking about that. And and this is really interesting. Because the question is, if you if you never perform a positive customer experience, well that's obvious. But what if you only do it 80% of the time? Is that good enough? And I think the answer is no. So, so, yeah, so Mary, tell me more. Okay,
0: so how we do that, you know, customer experience is such a critical component for organizations today. How we go about doing that, Um, there's classroom training, that's great. There's a number of different things, but some of the aha moments, when we get the client, when I get in that client's services and we get the team into my car we drive into the community and we go on a whirlwind tour, and I bring them to organizations to experience what it actually feels like to be that customer, to really identify with the feeling. Because when you're creating experience, it's all about feelings. And I need to tap into the client and to their staff and to their team to really have them understand that dimension. It's, it, there's almost a psychology, if you will, about understanding who they're serving and really how they want to be served. So we really have to um, create the experiences for them so that they in turn can go back into their role and understand and appreciate what it felt like. And so now they can be the service provider and deliver that experiences to their their client, their customer, their guests.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, how do you have credibility to do what you do?
0: Sure. Well, it's been 25 years of really researching Digging in deep, discovering what makes the customer delighted. What can we do to truly delight the customer? And in a number of different industries, uh, research, analyzing best practices, and really um, I've did about hundreds of service and quality audits across the country at a variety of different organizations. So it really has been eye-opening to me so that I can turn, deliver, that back to my clients as well.
1: I think the thing that you mentioned that I liked the most was when you actually brought a group of people from one office to actually see other, other different locations and, and they were, they were crying is what you said at the end, because they were able to see the world. you, You want to share that quickly? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a OBGYN office a medical practice, and we took the front desk staff, the individuals that are there when the patients arrive. We took that staff. um, I brought them to a restaurant for lunch. We brought, we went to another uh, community clinic, if you will, to get a medical component as well. And we ended the day at a four diamond, four star hotel. So we saw three different experiences and really digested that. And at the end of the day, truly the, the, uh, one long, one young lady was in tears because it meant so much to her. It, it was profound to her. And she was able to go back and to really take what she experienced. Because there was some really bad service, interestingly enough, during the day. I couldn't have set it up more perfectly. But they actually, it was so bad that they chose to leave the restaurant. Oh, my. Yes. So we took that and, and we talked about, well, what did that feel like? What did they do? And so they know what not to do because they know what it felt like when they were ignored. They know what it felt like to have to wait for a period of time. So now they know they can go back to their role in interacting with the patients in a much better, deeper appreciation and understanding. And so their attitude was that much more enhanced.
1: Yeah, it's so okay. simple and so powerful. Uh, could you let us know, how do you go about sharing your credibility?
0: Sure, a number of different ways. Uh, webinars, a lot of social media contact, Um, The important thing in that is like why I do that and why I do what I do. Um, As a mom, as a sibling, as a wife, I want experiences for myself and for my family. And when we go out and we have a good time or even when I'm at the doctor or when I'm at the dentist and I have financial institutions as well, when I'm where I put my money, I want to make sure that we're having great experiences and I know what it feels like to receive it. And I think everyone absolutely 110% deserves the very best experience. And we need to be uh, afforded that opportunity. And so in turn, so now when I work with my clients, that's what they need to be delivering. And it's really, it's a, it, it, I can get emotional even talking about the experiences I have, but some of the greatest uh, feedback is even when people share with me about how my children behave a teacher told me the other day that her, her, my son was the nicest student that she's ever had in her entire 28 years of teaching. Mm. That's affirming.
1: God, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So if you're listening or you're watching this and you're running an organization and you know, with a hundred percent certainty that you do not deliver positive customer experiences a hundred percent of the time, not 80, not 60, but a hundred percent of the time. Um, you need to reach out to Mary Fultz. Uh, Mary, what is the best way for people to reach out to you?
0: Yeah, I would love to receive emails. Mary at yourservicecounts.com. And please let's connect on LinkedIn.
1: Beautiful. Mary, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today.
0: And thank you for your time, Michelle. I truly appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Absolutely my pleasure. And uh, guys, thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us. If you're here at this part of the interview, you know how important Mary's message is. So click on the like button, share with your friends, help deliver more positive customer experiences around the world. And we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader of Life, where we're talking to amazing humans. Trust me, Wade Pierce is one of them. From around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Wade Pierce, who is the owner of Mobile Social Marketing. He helps his clients build bridges between their online and offline business, maximizing the enormous benefits of mobile marketing for customer attraction and retention. Hello, Wade. Good to
3: see you. Pleasure hooking up with you again, Mitchell. Absolute blast. I've been looking forward to this.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. I, I, when I saw your name, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to to catch up and to continue the conversation, both of what we had in the green room and what we'll, what we'll talk about later. And I, what I really want to say now, though, is I want the audience to, to understand a little bit more. What is your CPOP? What's your customer point of
3: pain? That's an interesting question. I guess the simplest way to put it would be for business owners that have some bad reviews and wonder if they should care. <laughs> uh,
1: all right, that's interesting. I would bet almost everyone on this planet knows somebody who's a business owner and who at one point in time, they got a bad review and then they started talking about, should I care? Should I not care?
3: And, you know, I have
1: my own opinion, but I'm kind of curious. Tell me about yours.
3: What do you do? Well, what I do is I manage how they attract, utilize and leverage reviews to a positive effect. And most importantly, and I think For most businesses, they overlook this one fact. You could have 100 good reviews, two or three negative ones, and what do we focus on? What does the public look at? So to capture those reviews, I basically help them automate an entire system and leverage their positive online presence in a way that that turns into money.
1: And I think you mentioned something about taking a look at the negative reviews and being able to manage that too.
3: Oh, absolutely. The, we, I have a capture system. So just imagine someone's about to submit a review and it's not good. Would you not like to uh, catch that prior to it being posted publicly on Google? Oh, yeah. It can, it can ruin restaurants, one negative review. So yes, my system does that and allows you to intervene and actually engage with the customer and say, oh, what could I have done better? Or maybe it was a staff member, but you're aware that is extremely powerful for your online presence.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. So, so Wade, how do you have credibility to do what you do?
3: Well, I come is a PhD in the school of hard knocks for sure. Because I came online in 2006 to promote my own products. So how am I going to do this? So, learn how to build websites, SEO, Facebook ads, social media. and just evolved. Then I succeeded at that, and I had people asking me. Well, How are you doing it? You know, what happened? So it was so organic. It was almost like a de facto, you know, how did you end up here? Wasn't going to school. It was reality. And I learned what worked because I spent my money. And then I helped others, created results. And it just kind of evolved in what is the most expedient way to take an offline business online and turn it into profit rather than wasting years and money that a business owner can do and do you know big money burn. So I, I help them in many many ways. Starting in my opinion, with reviews is the most important.
1: And one of the things that you mentioned, there was like a couple examples of like some significant successes based on based on. What yes, you're
3: absolutely. I, I work with a series of different niches, like from window tending to laser eye surgery to health food stores, and it's it's quite wide. But what happens is most business owners online do the typical thing, SEO or social media marketing, and they hope to rank. I show them that reviews will outdo it all. If you have positive reviews, you will own the first page of Google. I prove it to clients. And one particular client specifically, 2018 had one month of 40,000 plus. That's when I started. 2019, they had five months of 40,000 plus with record breaking months. All because it started with one principle. Their online reputation is stellar and kills their competition. Oh, it's beautiful! So, how do
1: you go about sharing your credibility?
3: Uh, yeah, when we had chatted about this, I find this kind of funny because most people think this is kind of strange. But my life, I, I believe that when you live true to an ideal and principles, things kind of go your way, and I mean that in a very sincere way. I live my life consciously. I go out as an active participant in my own evolution even business-wise, I pay attention to my environment, who I'm talking to, I listen. And through that process, I just end up engaging people and they end up asking what I do and mention it. And it just happened yesterday. Went all the way out to a health food store. as an hour drive, I don't know why. But through that conversation, the guy was blown away by what he said. He says, you're a godsend, we got to sit down, did a proposal today. So, so I mentioned that because we can find clients in everything we do all day. But I never actively look. I literally live by referrals for the last two years. I've never actively went to find a client for the last two years. So it's been it's been great. It's been a good run. That's beautiful.
1: And so if you're watching this or you're listening to this and you're a business owner or you you know a business owner, and, and what happened is you got that one bad review or a couple of bad reviews and you kind of were shrugging it off and thinking, ah, it's not gonna bother my business. Trust me, it does. And you're going to want to reach out to Wade Pierce and learn a little bit more. Wade, how best can people go about
3: doing that? Uh, pretty simple. Uh, email is similar to the website. It's mobilesocialmarketing.co, not com, so dot co. Mobilesocialmarketing.co and the email address, Wade at mobilesocialmarketing.co. Beautiful.
1: Well, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Absolute pleasure. And guys, you know how important it is for small businesses to to be able to have that one extra dollar, or in this case, maybe the ten or twenty or a hundred extra dollars because you're taking those reviews, the positive reviews, and sharing them, and maybe even. Catching the negative reviews before they happen. So uh click on the like button, share with your friends because more people need to know about this. And guys, we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Carrie Yanig, who is the founder and CEO of Idea Girl Media. She is an award-winning online marketer who helps business brands and public figures develop coveted online assets, experience social media marketing success, and nurture positive online reputations. Hello, Carrie, welcome.
2: Hey Mitchell, how are you? Thanks for having me here today:
1: Oh, absolutely my pleasure I'm doing great. I had such a beautiful and fun green room conversation with you <laughs> it and was a I'd love the audience to know a little bit more about you. What is your pop? What is your customer point of pain?
2: Yeah, business friends and public figures that know their social media sucks.
1: <laughs> it still makes the hair on my arm stand <laughs> up when I hear you say that. And, and I just, it's so funny. I've, I've looked at 100,000 LinkedIn profiles and maybe 2% are great. Um, maybe 4% are good. And then there's variants of good that go further. Uh, You look at people's social media presence and they're doing really well on business. And then all of a sudden something happens, some catastrophe happens and they're not doing good anymore. And they're like, well, what's going on? And, and it's, it's so interesting. So the answer is yes, we don't quite know what this medium is and how it works well. And not everyone has really embraced it. So tell me a little bit more. What do you do?
2: Yeah, so we take that social media overwhelm, that online marketing confusion, and we help these business friends and public figures um, make their online assets work for them. We're taking their online real estate and making it something awesome so that they surpass their competition online and offline as well.
1: And I just, so it's one-on-one working. Mm-hmm. It's both, as, I, as I'm thinking about and remembering the green room, it's this, this one-time strategy stuff. But it's also this ongoing activity to help build. We become
2: asset strategists or formulators. And what we really, we find our sweet spot is where we're taking the online audit and coming up with what they've done well, putting it into how can they make it better, and then working with their teams, um, with the executive and the department heads and their staffs um, so that they can work together to make their whole company awesome on social media and with online marketing.
1: Beautiful. I am such a big fan of this. Uh, could you tell me how you have credibility to do what you do?
2: Yeah, I just, um, I think I have a diverse background. I, I don't know anything
1: else. <laughs> you you do have a diverse do. background.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've done um, so many different things from hospitality management to cultural and diversity kind of stuff. Um, I worked with nonprofits um, in collaboration with the United States or the United States department of state. And so I just was in a lot of different roles. And so when the great recession came around and I had to go, okay, what do I do to stay ahead of the curve? Um, I was already doing email marketing and I, so I thought that social media marketing fit that and we just took it forward. And I just took every opportunity to learn everything about it. And I continue to do that to this day, 24, seven,
1: And I, I loved one of the things that popped out for me when we were talking, there were a couple things, um, uh, one, you've how many? You've served quite a few clients so far.
2: Oh, hundreds! Yeah, hundreds.
1: And then, and then the other thing that I really adore is you're continually morphing. Like it's you're continually learning, growing, and doing new things. And I just, I'll just say that it, it, it it's the you of tomorrow is going to be different only because you're continually learning and growing. And that's if you're running a business and you're not doing that you're not going to be running a business for long. So I just, I'm applauding you because that's, it was, it came so strong out of our conversation. Um, Could we go to the next question, which is how do you go about sharing your credibility?
2: Sure, well, social media, of course, because that's what I'm involved in. (laughs) But I also, um, I publish articles, I guess post, but I also find um, a lot of value in collaboration. So finding a complimenting um, professional where we do some things that are not competi- competing, but they're complementary, and we find a way to bring value to both of our audiences so that we're bringing um, new things, new ideas to, to both of our sets of audiences so that we, they can come and, and improve and do what they do.
1: Mm. And how do you find, like, it, it, this is off scripted question, yeah. How do you find, like, when you stumble across somebody that you think, how do you, how do you see that person? How does that, how does that hit your radar? Like, oh, this is unusual, right? Yeah. I want to talk to this person, right?
2: I think you might like this answer, <laughs> Mitchell. Um, if there's something that I know that is going to be coming up in the future where my clients might want to fit into that, that what they're doing, um, we'll talk about it. We'll bring it up and, and I'll then share it with them. Um, like mobile marketing is something that, we really need to be thinking about, especially with um, how things are going today, that mobile marketing would have been really great um, on anybody's um, radar for their, to run their business. Absolutely. But then, you know, other times it's um, maybe we need to be looking at podcasts or showing other people how they're awesome um, and, and thought leaders. So someone like yourself, we might collaborate in the future.
1: Oh we, yes, we will. Cause that you're so cool. It's hard not to want to be interested. Um, so listen, if you're watching and you're listening, you're a public brand, you're, you're a public figure and you're saying to yourself, I think I do. Okay. But now but my heart of hearts, I know my social media sucks. And I, I just want to be able to talk to somebody and maybe bring, bring a firm in to help. Uh, you need to reach out to, to Carrie, Carrie, what would be the best way for people to reach out to you?
2: The best way, go to ideagirlmedia.com slash contact. And that form goes, when you fill it out, it goes right to me. Or my LinkedIn profile, um, Keri, J A E H N I G, And connect with me and send me a message and we will connect and we will work things through.
1: Beautiful. Well, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today.
2: Thank you for having me on, Mitchell. It was great to meet you and, and to talk with you and, and to be here today.
1: Uh, my pleasure. And. I'm just saying, once again, you're listening, you're hearing, you know how powerful Carrie's message is. You know the importance of getting this out. So click on the like button, share with your friends. And we'll see you at the next episode of Body Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And Dubious Nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.